Many of you have been messaging me about how impactful our love series is for you. And I'm so excited that you're loving it. But today, which is Friday and Monday are probably like the last podcast. I want you to like savor them and try to really, really take the advice that we give to heart. And today I'm going to have on the podcast, a beautiful sister, a university sister who literally almost made the mistake of her life. She almost married the wrong guy was saved in the end. Alhamdulillah, it's really because she chose Allah first. And I think she's just a perfect example for women out there who are struggling with that whole, you know, find a guy thing of what she did. And I think practical women that are in our in our um, ummah that are doing the right thing are such great examples for others. So I know a lot of you guys are going through the same situation as this sister, and I think you will so benefit. Really excited to introduce her. Let's get started. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, bringing you podcasts twice a week. Now, we had a bonus podcast yesterday. If you missed it, you jump right in and you check it out. But we've been doing a love series on here because a lot of you guys are trying to get married and we know that's really hard. And I know there's like dating sites, there's like all these, you know, different messages that your family is telling you, your friends are telling you, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like what is the right way to do it? And I'm doing X, Y, Z, and I'm not really having success. So that's why we did this series to make sure that women who either um, looking for love for the first time are divorced and trying to get remarried and do it right the second time, or parents who just want to give better advice to their kids, they might feel like, hey, you know what? I myself don't know what Allah says exactly in the Quran and Sunnah. We've been giving you guys that. You can go all the way back to the first um, you know, podcast on this love series and just get a ton of information. And as you guys know, we have a free class. The class is ending. Um, all access for it. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it by Sunday night or Monday, so definitely jump in the free marriage class where we give away the 15 top questions to ask a guy and the four areas a woman must know. So that'll end just in a couple days, guys. I think it's like two, three days. So just shout out to all the women that have been in that class with us. It has been so good. And we will look forward to seeing you in there as well. All right. So in today's podcast, I have a sister on with me. And I think it's really powerful that other women hear that other women have done exactly what Allah says in the Quran and Sunnah has worked. And I mean, I, it sounds sad that we have to almost like back up Allah, but in this day and age where there's just a million other ways that people claim it's better to do it, we all have the Western narrative, we have our cultural narratives, our families telling us what to do, but Allah tells us what to do in the Quran and Sunnah. And when I met this sister, um, I was just blown away how she was so strong and she just dropped it. And she literally was head over heels in love with a guy. And she told me all about it. I didn't put every little bit of her information on here, but she did tell me she wanted to share how like she felt like Allah just showed up for her in ways that she couldn't imagine. And in this little snippet that we're going to share with her and kind of like her success where she like dodged a bullet with the guy and turns out this guy, she thought he was religious. He was not religious at all. I feel like that's the common theme I hear from women. Guys come claiming they're XYZ and then they're not. But here's the thing. She got clarity. She knew exactly um, what she had to do to look for things. Like she's one of the women that we work with. And then she was able to say, okay, like, whoa, like that is not something that's good for me. And she was able to identify it. And then she moved on and you're going to hear like the strength that she has. It just, it blows me away. And I want all of you women to know you can have the same exact strength. A lot of us as women, we're just 
giving away our power. We're giving away to people, thinking we're less than. You are beautiful, sis. You are successful. You are good. Wherever you are right now, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. But a loss still wants for you better. Like we need to just make sure that every single sister knows her worth. And that's exactly what I feel happened to this sister. I feel she just, she finally learned her worth. And I think you're going to love her. All right. I'm going to bring her in. She said, just don't say her name, but she wanted to tell you all about her story. And inshallah, business to Allah, I think you're going to really, really, really love it. Yeah, I'm so glad that we got to connect because you are such an active member uh, of Thrive with us and and just like, and so I just felt like you're just such an awesome example for all the, the women out there that are like trying to improve themselves. And I just really wanted to like connect with you. Also, I want to know, I want to hear more about you. Okay. Um, Thrive is honestly like way more than what I expected. I, I didn't really know what to expect going on to like the Thrive community. I just knew that like, I like you and I like listening to you. So that's oh, why I so wanted sweet. to join it. Yeah. And like, it's so much more than what I thought it would be. Like, so when I signed up, um, it came at a perfect time. I didn't realize this until like really recently. I didn't realize how bad I needed Thrive at the time that I was able to enter. And um, it helped me so much during Ramadan. And also just because like I was going through a hardship at the time and I don't know what I would have done without Thrive. So I was really grateful that it came like at the time that it did. And one of my favorite things about Thrive, um, I feel like all the girls have the same mindset. And like, I can tell that you actually chose specific girls to be a part of it because like I have a group um, on my Instagram, I have a group of like revert sisters and I really love talking to reverts because I feel like they can, um, like our experiences are kind of similar, even though I'm not a revert. I just like that they're so like humble. They're not judgmental. They understand that sometimes people like find Islam like later in life, even if you're born as, as a Muslim, like they, they're just understanding of the situation. So I love talking to them, but I feel like, um, they don't all have the same mindset of like wanting to help each other as much as the girls in Thrive. Like we're all just there, we connect and we kind of have similar situations. But I feel like if I was to send something in that group, they're not all going to reply the way the Thrive girls do. Like they're just so supportive and you can tell that they take out time to like respond to things. And I just love that. Like the way I respond to people, like all the other girls are doing it too. And it's just such a good feeling that like having sisters that like actually care. And I feel like they all want the best. Like it doesn't feel like there's any evil eye in that group. It feels like if, if I say something about myself, um, they're all just going to be supportive and want the best for me and be happy for me genuinely and not be jealous, which I love. Like, I just love that about that. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I couldn't agree more. Like the women are so lovely, you know? Yeah. And like everything you say about thrive on your podcast is so true. It's like you say it, but like when you're actually a part of it, you understand that it's all true. It's not like you're trying to make it sound better than it is. It really is exactly what you say. And also I feel like there's no other way, like the Thrive community, I don't even know how to describe it because there's not really a way to have a community like that through like social media. Like over the past year, I've been changing a lot. And like, I feel like with Islam, like I am still the person that I was, but at the same time, I'm a completely different person because now I follow everything by the Quran and like, most of my traits from before are like different now. I, I also wasn't like aware of like the community of guys that want someone to be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't know that was a thing because everything I was exposed to was like men that wanted equality. 
So I just thought like there was this huge pressure on me to like um, have a career and I was never interested in that. So I feel like the motivation for me right now is kind of like, of course, Jenna should always be the motivation. But I feel like the motivation right now in this world is that I want to get married. So it's been helping me give up since more because I want to marry like, you know, you you said it in that marriage course is that like we have to be the best version of ourselves to get like someone good god will only give us someone good if we're good ourselves so i've been working on like the things that you've said like lowering my gaze and stuff and i i've I've been really enjoying the marriage course i feel like it gives me so much hope because sometimes i i like i try to think i have a lot of the work but sometimes like you know the thoughts creep in like oh what if i don't find like you know but the course is so great with that and i love how calm you are and like i love the stuff that you teach and i i've only i've um i'm on like the phase three right now i think everyone's on the same phase but um I went through it but I'm planning on going through it again just a few times so that I can get everything in my head but I've lo- like I've loved it I have no question so far because you've covered everything I want to tell you to the point you said about like the doubts you have once in a while that will Allah give you a person like the same way when you stopped the sins he came and helped you the same way when you started the prayers he came Allahu alam. He does this for marriage. Basically, I've wanted to get married for a long time, so ever since I was like 19, and I'm 23 now. But it's just never worked out. Alhamdulillah, like thank God, it never worked out because I was just not in the right place at the time, and I didn't have a relationship with God. So when I started to become more religious, um, I met this guy, and like he's a, he like from what I know, he's a pretty good Muslim, and I thought like getting to know him with with the intention of marriage would be okay the way I was doing it which was like meeting up with him and like talking about things like the stuff that you said in your marriage course those were kind of the questions I was um those are kind of the questions I was asking and like we were getting to know each other in like a halal way is what we thought what I thought at least I think he knew better but I didn't know better and I wasn't really like I wasn't really aware of the haram stuff that I was doing because I thought it was for the right reasons. So um, I was praying every night. I would pray like the hajjud, like hoping to get married. And like I when I met him, he told me what his timeline was. But I and I didn't have the same timeline, but I just ignored it because I thought things would change. And that if I prayed, like it would just change. And obviously it doesn't he happen. More, like- he was more ready than you or not. Um, I think he was ready, but the issue was like financial stuff. So he had like some, like he had to like take care of his family and like he had reasons, which made sense, but like he could, there was ways around it. Like the reasons made sense, but it wasn't a reason to not get married. So, um, yeah, I was just praying and hoping that like God was change, God would change his heart about it. Like, that's what I would pray is that like, if it's meant to be like, you know, hoping that God will like change his heart and make him feel ready. Um, And then when I heard, I started listening to your podcast like two months ago, because I I gave up music um, a couple months ago. So I've been listening to podcasts and I've went through so many and I was just looking for new ones and I found yours. And then I like binged, <laughs> like listen to all the podcasts, like our culture, like my, the culture I'm from, like my parents are from India and there's things that are not okay, but there's things that are okay. And that's what they follow. And it's kind of mixed in with religion. And I really love that you take the culture part out of it. So I think knowing the right information is really good because you need to make decisions based off what you know is right 
like by Allah like you need to do what Allah says and you can't be listening to people because like especially for like reverts or people like me a lot of my friends were like how I was before so they were really close with me back then because we would all like agree and we would all like be okay with the same sins kind of um at the time yeah and we don't all have the same journeys with religion so like I kind of went through it alone and and I just learned that like I need to do what I know is right even if nobody agrees with me I just need to know and and trust God and trust what what is authentic and not like mixed in with culture you know and there's no loopholes and there's no way around it. You have to do what you know is right. That's it. I think the internal feelings that you feel of like peace and happiness that you yeah. did not feel doing it the other way. I feel like it's it, there's no compare. Like, you know what I mean? No, there's no. Yeah, for sure. But that sin was making me really depressed. Like, even though it didn't feel like it's kind of confusing because it's not like when I was committing the sin, it wasn't like Zina. It wasn't like all the way. It was talking to him. That's what it was. That was the sin, you know? And I didn't realize what it was doing to me. Like I was starting to feel really depressed and I didn't even really understand it. Like there was days where I didn't want to get out of bed and I felt really ashamed. And now, like, even if it didn't work out with him, even the, the day after, no, even the night of, like when we cut off communication, everything felt so much better because I knew I wouldn't be committing that sin with him anymore. And especially when it comes to relationships like that, if you love the person, you need to know that they're committing a sin with you too. And if something were to happen to either of you, like God forbid, you would hate each other. You wouldn't still be in love because it's a haram relationship. And sometimes you need to do it for them. Like if you can't do it for yourself, if you really love someone, you need to give it up for the sake of them because they're, they're sinning with you as much as you are with them. That's such a great point because like we claim we love people, but we know if I really love that person, would I want them to go to a not? Like, would I want them to be like punished for that thing? Like if I really yeah. love them. So like, almost like if you can't even do it for yourself, like at least do it for them. Like, do it for exactly. Them. Like it doesn't make sense. That's so good. If you have to assess in the end what works for you. And that's why I talk to women so much about like red flags and families and stuff. So as you're going through um, the third module, which is family, what I would suggest to you is like, definitely slow down because this is the one where people miss a lot because they, they get, they get so into the guy and they get like emotionally hooked. Like, that's why I love that you're taking it before you're actually like have a particular guy. Cause some women will have a particular yeah. guy and they'll take the course and they try to see if he'll oh match, but they're like yeah, so into him. Good. They see stuff and they're like, Oh, it's okay. We'll fix it later. And then those are the phone calls I get for divorce. Like that was, me. that was like how I thought before. So yeah. Right. You're just trying to make it work when you know, it doesn't really work. <laughs> Those yeah. are the, those are the horror stories, my love. So I'm glad you avoided that that bu- yeah. that, that bullet. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, the marriage course is so good, though. I think you co- honestly cover everything. I know you have a section on like um dating sites, and I don't want to try those. Not dating sites, marriage sites. I don't yeah, want. A lot of people those. ask me about those because that's like the main way people are doing it right now. And what I mostly yeah. tell them is like. Um, proceed with caution because it's really there's just yeah. so much room for like you know stuff there to happen and so a lot of people they're not aware of like like for example some women are just not aware that guys will um, talk to multiple multiple women at the same time that guys go yeah. out there they are completely married haven't told their wives um, end up marrying women off of there still never tell their wives never tell the new lady that he has a previous wife like there's so much that goes on yeah. just because people like I said they get emotionally 
hooked. So my yeah. job is to teach women, like my job is to empower you, to make you know, yeah. like everything that you're supposed to do, everything you're not supposed to do, like what to look for to avoid like horror stories and just to make you feel like, okay, cool. Like I know what to do. So yeah, when you get to the yeah. fourth section, you'll get more of that. But I will tell you this just to like, um, like, uh, like spoiler alert, like at the same time, the work you do in module one and, and is, is more important than even module four. Cause module one is all about you, like digging into yeah. you, fixing you. And the fact that you're like head on in that right now is like really, really good because you are just um, doing the bulk of the work that most women ignore. They jump to four. Like, how do I find him? That's when they know. Like, how do I find yeah. him? It's like, where can I go? Like, show me, show me like, where's, where's that like golden spot? And I'm like, no, like that is yeah. not how it works. You know, by the way, we're, we're, we're doing book clubs on things like that. And that's one of the things we're covering in like the reclaim your heart book club, which is like, you know, sometimes we read things like from guessing Jehid or other people. And it's like, I want women to know there is so much self-work to be done. And we love to do that with women. I don't think we talk yeah. about it enough in Islam. We don't talk yeah. about it enough. If you had yeah, exactly. advice for women who are like in that position, like you were before, like, what would you give them? What would you tell them they need to do? I would say you need to just trust what God's promise is. Like, that's it. Like, you can't listen to anybody. You can't do what's normalized. You have to just trust what God says and have to buckle in that because God's promise is God's the best keeper of promises. You always say this in your podcast, but it's so true that God is the best keeper of promises. And sometimes when you give something up, it might not be like you might give up a haram relationship and you might not just get married to another guy, but you can get like barkas in your like wealth or like you can get, you can have better health or something else can change for you. And you need to just trust that like, if you give something up for the sake of God, you're going to get something in return. That's so much better. And there's so many examples of it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But they, they're doing their best. And so Alhamdulillah, I'm so excited we got to talk because I need other women to hear this. But I'm so grateful that you are able to share that with other women so you can inspire them. Too. Yeah, yeah. And just so you know, I am like a student of you. Like I learned most of the stuff that I said all from you. Oh, you're so. so cute. You're like my daughter. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you for every single sister that benefits, inshallah, business island. All right, that's it for the podcast. I like really, really love you guys for the sake of Allah. And thank you so much for joining us and just being such a huge part of what we do here. Don't forget our class is ending until next year. We will not have it open again until next year. Our Muslim Marriage Lab, definitely check it out if you feel that's something that's worth it for you. And if it's not personally for you, you might want to check it out or share it with somebody else who um, could really use it. There's a lot of sisters out there struggling. All right. Have an awesome weekend. And I will see you guys back on Monday for the very last love series episode. Assalamualaikum.